I found a good one. That's just the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> the Bruce Hornsby version or the like R and B cover? Um, I think the Bruce Hornsby one would be more better. More That's better. To oh, get I more, had one in my head, to. but then I forgot what it is. Oh, dang it. Oh, my God. Abracadabra. I want to reach out and stab you. <laughs> I know those aren't the words, but that's what I would be saying as I was getting stabbed. I, I will continue building this playlist. If you guys haven't listened to our last mini episode, this is basically, we're still working on this. I'm adding this one. I love this song. Okay. Um, it's songs I wouldn't mind playing in the background while I'm murdered. So this is something we discussed on the last episode, and we're currently still building the playlist for that. Hopefully that's not something that will get us in trouble in the future. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Um, I will. You did you put the Hank Williams song on there, though. Yeah, I am going to be on the country station now, forever. Well, I don't know about that, but I will be for now. Play more Casey Musgraves. I think that Dave would be fine with that. Cool. He plays and Marin Morris. He plays not so bad. Country Play the music. girls. He does. He Play likes the girls. all this stuff. Okay. So that's why the station's doing really well, is because it's not like normal country radio where it's all poppy and. Ooh, shit. are they playing the old stuff too? Mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah, I'm gonna have to. You listen. should listen to US 1061. Play Johnny Ru- and, yeah. Johnny Rodriguez. Do it, Dave. Play Johnny uh, Rodriguez. I'll tell him to listen to this episode specifically. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, we have five radio stations in our group, and I'm on two of them, and I'm about to be on three of them so all the fm stations they had like a spot open up on sundays and i made a joke or somebody made a joke about me taking it and i was like i wouldn't fit in with those people at all and they were like yeah you would and i was like okay i do love rednecks because i love making fun of them so i will (laughs) participate so i asked today i was like no but seriously can i have that can i have that sunday shift and then Dave was like, I would love to have you on. And I was like, that was probably the nicest shit you've ever said to me. Because <laughs> I think he meant it. So um, what I really want to do is just go be able to go to their concerts because country radio is like respected um, kind of like they have. It's so different than rock or um, alternative or like any radio that I've been involved in. Every concert that they have at the amphitheater, like with the big artists, they I guess they like set up trailers out backstage for the media people to hang out in. And like that never fucking happens for me with any other shows. So they always talk about like going backstage with the artists and with the record reps and they're like on the tour bus and just hanging out and like doing all kinds of radio meet and greets and stuff. And I was like, what? And then they all just like drink whiskey and fucking don't watch the show. And then they go, huh? I'm like, that sounds like a blast and i love my coworkers on the country station mm. so i was like i want to fucking hang out with you guys there and they were like really because we hate going to these i was like it what? would be fun it wow. would be, let's go it would be fun aren't they getting paid to go i mean yeah but it's work for them so it's True. just like when you get forced to read a book in school it's like not fun anymore so they're over concerts but i'm like bitch it's my job to go to concerts too and i love them every yeah. single one i'm like sign me up and i haven't been to any country concerts that i recall here so i really want to go i just don't want to be in the crowd because <laughs> yeah. yeah, they get crowded yeah they're packed with rednecks you don't want to be with those sweaty nerds <laughs> yeah i don't want them to touch me <laughs> the, the days of the mosh pit for me are over that used to be my favorite spot yeah, to be in no but i don't like people touching me. sweaty nerds yeah i'm so Mm-mm. after covid like 
so over having other people's sweat on me it's fucking gross even when we were at backstreet boys sitting in that box like we could look the row behind it i i pointed to austin i was like look behind us because everyone was like elbow to elbow i was like can you imagine touching a stranger right now because i'd be pissed like yeah. it was so hot yeah so no yeah i'm not into it not a fan no, i was i was over that after that last slipknot concert that last slipknot concert was fucking fun though um, i wouldn't know i was too busy being the wall of the pit of and yeah. keeping sweaty guys off of me. I, I couldn't even watch the show. I do love being the wall of the pit, though, because I'm so goddamn short that the only place I can see oh, is, is if I'm the back wall of the pit, <laughs> because there's like, up, yeah. there's like 10 feet of people not standing in front of me, mm-hmm. so I can actually see the stage. But I just have to make sure I don't get punched in the face yeah, while I'm down there. So. Here, I want to punch you in the <laughs> face. trade-off there. Now, speaking of Slipknot... Uh, a band that has shared the stage with them many a time, I'm sure, is Avenged Sevenfold. And I was shocked that Victoria sent me this article. Because I don't know if she knows who Avenged Sevenfold is, but um, I found it interesting, so I figured we would cover it. Jake, do you have it pulled up? I do now. Do you want to do the intro? God damn it, these yeah. fucking websites and their goddamn ads. <laughs> I bet people Fucking. say that about us now that yeah. they hear our podcast. Sorry, like, yes. When you listen to us now, you're going to hear ads. You so and your goddamn ads. Feel free to swear about it. But. Yeah, we're sorry. We just need to get paid by it finally. You're, and You're not looking at a website, at least. I did get congratulated today by he who shall not be named. He was like, fuck yeah. First time I heard an ad on your show, I was like, nice. They hey. finally did it. And I was yeah. like, wow, I wish everybody else was so kind and positive. Wasn't Kathleen the only one that was like, what is this crap? Well, it's because she thought it was her Spotify premium that kicked her off. True. That's fair. <laughs> but that's I'd just, be mad too. That's just the show. So yeah. I actually, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I there was a guy recently that said that he his um, credit card had he had to renew it or lost it and had to do everything but he like lost his subscription to spotify and apparently the free version of spotify you can't see anything anymore it'll give you like the first seven songs in an artist profile and then you just it's like chaos from there i noticed (laughs) that because today or yesterday my boss was okay how do you guys feel about the song sweet caroline it's fine it's fine at baseball yeah. games. I fucking hate it. Cool. It's great when you got a big group of white people around. Uh, I took it off months ago from my radio station, and he was like, you should put it back on. Let's pull up how many people listen to it on Spotify. And then he tried to pull it up, and it wouldn't show him. I had to add the song back, and I hate that song. But we're not talking about Neil Diamond. We are talking about M. Shadows, which is an equally cheesy name. Did you introduce the show? I did not. Okay. We seem to have an issue with that, where we're like, hey, let's do the intro, then we you trail off, we? and then we have to, to we, come back around to it. We have an issue, or you? You have an issue, because you keep talking. I asked you to introduce the show, <laughs> and you were you didn't speak for like five Burn. seconds, and then you I think complained I about advertisements. Off. I cut yeah, him off. I was trying to, well, I was trying My to pull fault. up the story, and I, I wasn't quite ready yet, and then you continued. Are you ready now? I'm still thinking about it. Thank you, Cass. (laughs) You're welcome. Anyways, welcome to Death by Music Podcast, everybody. I'm Jake, here with Cassie and Alex for another mini-episode, and this one is about Avenged Sevenfold, and whatever's going on here. (laughs) Bad country. Fucking ads. They're right. They keep popping up right in the middle of fucking words. God damn it. Sorry. All right, I'm ready. Here's the title of this article. This is from Loudwire. 
You gotta be shitting me. What? Jake's computer just the restarted. The fucking thing just froze. <laughs> uh, this is by Philip Trapp. And the title is Avenged Sevenfold's M. Shadows Blames Rock's Downfall on Pop Production. And I fucking agree. Did your computer just crash? It froze. I had to restart it. Oh, my God. Well, I'll do the listeners a favor, and I'll cut out the next five goddamn minutes. Yeah. It was that album from, like, 15 years ago. Backcountry. Yeah, whatever Um, Backcountry was on, that's, like, the only one I've ever listened to. Hold on. Didn't they have a song on Guitar Hero? I should know this. Was it Backcountry? I think it was Backcountry. That's (laughs) why you know the title, Cassie. No, I know the title because that song would always come on, like, middle school high school it was on like vh1 and mtv it would always come on whether they're in the desert like okay. fear and loathing here are the three albums that are the most important sounding the seventh trumpet yeah, waking okay. the fallen and city of evil i think city, city of, of evil. evil that's the album's fucking lit and then uh after that it kind of went a little weird in my opinion i still would you know also listen to them and then they came out with the stage in like 2015 or something or 2017 i liked it it was more experimental it was like a concept album the about stage like their artificial their intelligence concert <laughs> stage like what are you talking about it was this, called that is stage. an album oh the album title the, title. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, album yeah. title is the stage yeah okay gotcha. it was really it was really cool um and it came out like at the same exact time I, it could have been the same day as metallica's hardwired album i think it was the same day that was a few and years ago then yeah and then avenge sevenfold did like a rooftop show on the top of like Capitol records right. is your computer alive yep it's gone okay i don't know why i said i would cut the next five minutes out because i was gonna talk the whole time anyways yeah i know <laughs> avenge sevenfold lead vocalist m shadows what's the m stand for michael, michael. murder murder shadows <laughs> Can you do that? Anyways, the rock singer, presumably deep in the final stages of completing his metal band's expected eighth studio album, recently opined? It stands for Matthew. I like Michael better. Yeah. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Recently opined, I don't know what that word is, uh, opined that pop production has contributed to the downfall of rock and metal. I don't know. It's been around for a while. Uh, the musician said in a tweet Wednesday, that was July 13th, sampled drums and the loudness war have been the largest contributors to the downfall of rock and metal. The listener does not need to know exactly what that is to subconsciously feel it. Rock should not have pop production. But you still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah, know what I mean. So, do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little? You mean? Yeah, yeah, we all we all artists over here, man. I'm y'all trying. Right? Oh, yeah, I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying, oh, yeah? I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, we all artists, man. We go. You feel me? We gonna have this like. Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kai, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right now. With this I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I gotta don't lie. Play don't it, play with it. No. Take that shit seriously. I fucking agree. This is something that I've noticed in certain like rock and metal songs when you know that they are not wire like miking up actual instruments when you can tell that it's artificial drums and not real fucking drums who who would you say is doing that to me 
I don't know if they're doing the drums thing specifically, but Shine Down in particular has lost all of their edge by okay. pop produced songs. It just sounds like they aren't playing actual instruments, and I hate that sound. Like, you are a four-piece band. Do you think it might be overproduced to the point just to make it sound yeah, I think that that's, clean? Yeah, they could, I think that's what he's talking yeah. about with the loudness war thing, is that they're just no. trying to make the sound so big, but it's, like, not using real instruments. I mean, a lot of times, too, even just the mix is too loud, and you... There's a certain part in Pro Tools that, like, that you can see where things are clipping. It mm-hmm. should never be at that level when you full-on master an album. And some of those albums are just so loud for no reason. But it's not bassy because they're pushing all of the instruments into one mm-hmm. track and one piece. So yeah. you don't get all the elements that you need from that song. Yeah, but I feel like you don't even necessarily need all that shit. Like some songs, it makes them sound better if you have like the more layers and whatever the fuck. But... Some of them, you don't need all of the, like, synth or, like, computer-generated sounds. It just is not cool. And they, I feel like they sound like a rock version of Imagine Dragons. Yeah. Rather why? than, like, <laughs> also, an actual rock why band. is Imagine Dragons still getting radio play? Sorry. Just thought. Great question. <laughs> no comment. She looks away. <laughs> I have ma- made all the, of their songs sound the same. I have made every the case. single one of them. I have made the case. Put me on dry. Like I'm, put me on the stand. I will talk for hours. About I'm how they fighting suck. the good fight, but cool. I can't. I can't stop the okay. machine. That's what they want. I don't. Sure. I don't know. I, I don't know. I know Metallica makes loud albums. Like you, you can hear. But that's different. Their, you can tell their instruments in each one they're playing the well, four yes, of them are they, playing their four playing, fucking yes, instruments yes yeah. but the, the the recordings like if you talk to uh, uh music producers like the guys the, the the what are they called the tech guys audio engineer Maybe, yeah uh, the audio engineers if you talk to them like they're like yeah metallica albums are terrible when you listen to them because mm-hmm. they're just everything is way too loud there's a lot of they abnormal let, distortion that's not from the guitars it's just you know i, I notice it too in some of their stuff but yeah it is it is the way that they record it's those the sound that they want apparently so yeah. that's that that is what it is but they are actually all playing their instruments yes so death magnetic has a lot of clipping in it um yeah that, was that a- whole album but it's looking good i didn't even notice that be when i was I an amateur and that album came out and i was listening to it i never noticed it but yeah. um worth actually pointed it out to me he was like i can't listen to this shit because it's all clipping <laughs> like the drums and and the guitar like everything's way too loud and then yeah. i now i notice it but I didn't before. I think I made, might have just assumed that it was my device that I was listening on that couldn't handle Metallica. And maybe that's what they want you to think. I don't know. I was it's like, funny. But there's bands that I liked when I was in high school. And I was like, oh, my gosh, they have a new album. And then you go to listen to it. And you can tell that everything sound-wise has been just pushed up to the highest maximum volume. But the overall mastering of the record sucks. Mm-hmm. And you can't get like the baseline is is it's blending in so much with everything else that it's like I wouldn't be able to like bump this because it's all the same level. Yeah. And it doesn't give that feel. It sounds empty in that regard. Like mm. like echoey. Well, yeah, let's uh, <laughs> continue on the actual story. Yeah, all right, yeah, <laughs> so I got like, well, you said what band? <laughs> and then I had to go on my little shine down rant. They used to be my favorite fucking band. You know, their first couple of albums were really, really good. And then they just, they hit like, they already had a couple of really good songs that hit the mainstream, like 45 and Mm -hmm. Simple Man. And those were 
literally acoustic mostly songs those are the two that i know mostly from them yeah that's what they played on the radio yeah and those were great and those albums were great and they were kind of metal and then once they came out with i think it was like sound of madness after that it was all downhill as far as production went and that's made them to me the Imagine dragons of rock radio and hmm. they just sound it's just so fucking cringy to me all right. Well. All right. Next paragraph. <laughs> it's just it's interesting <laughs> that you kept up with them that enough to to notice that change. And <laughs> well, and I was also it. working in rock radio too. Oh yeah, yeah. When when the change happened, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" I'm working at this radio station, and my favorite band is getting played, and I got to like do the meet and greet with them. And then they came out with the next album, and I was like, "They're finally making it." And then I was like, "Wow, I kind of hate them. I kind of <laughs> hate what they're doing. I can't even support them anymore." Yeah. All right. Well, that's uh. And this, my friends, is why you don't get tattoos of bands, <laughs> because what if they do that shit? I didn't ever get one of them, but I yeah, it's good would've. advice. I probably would have because I really liked them. Mm. But you just shouldn't because what if what if their next album sucks? <laughs> There's a lot of Death Cab albums that I could not appreciate as a whole, but I still have a Death Cab tattoo. <laughs> what about Bo Burnham? I wouldn't get him tattooed. Oh. Okay. Would you get you tattooed with him? What? <laughs> Wait, on what? your body. Wait, on no. your Would I force him, him to get to me tattooed on his body? What? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know me. I'm a stranger. <laughs> Bo no. Burnham, if you're listening, would you get Cassie tattooed on you? <laughs> he does not care. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so after stating his case, Shadows engaged in the subsequent comments uh, from his Twitter followers. Avenged Sevenfold fans who follow him know the group's been working on a new LP. The follow-up to 2016's The Stage. Shadows previously said it would it should come out later this year or early next. Shadows vs. The Loudness Wars was the musician in the mastering studio putting the final touches on the effort as he wrote the tweet. That may explain a feeling of exhaustion with The Loudness Wars. Uh, the trend of increasing audio levels in recording music to be perceived by the ear as louder unfortunately the method can also decrease the fidelity i i would agree with so that. that's what cassie was talking about yeah so on that note since i've the last couple of years i've kind of been dabbling in like the audiophile world where you you oh, yeah you're <laughs> yeah <laughs> what you got? Um, huh what you got I got those big ass speakers out there. Oh, true. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> when huge. when you're when you're dabbling in the auto audio file stuff, you're looking at high quality equipment, and you're also the main part of it is the high quality recording. And since getting into it, I've noticed a lot of stuff where the recordings, these songs I've been listening to for years, and I love them, the recordings aren't that great. Mm-hmm. And then you get some groups where the recording is just, it's perfectly done. All the levels are great. All the instruments are nice and crisp and clear. Everything sounds great. You know, mm-hmm. you turn it up and it still sounds good. Mm-hmm. So there is something to that. Well, there was a, the technique that they told us when I was in school was that the best way to mix your album is to like, after you have where you're, you're, you want your levels, levels, <laughs> your <laughs> levels to be, burn it to a disc or like flash drive jump it you know that specific one go play in your car because those Mm -hmm. speakers are going to be the best ones that you're going to have around and i still see like documentaries of bands to this day still doing that trend of like taking it to the car which is still cool but at the same time it's like at what point are car speakers (laughs) are they always going to be better than the ones you have in your house? well here's the problem with that cars 
ain't gonna have CD players anymore. They, well, you can take the the jump drive or whatever, the yeah. flash drive. Yeah, you, you can still do Bluetooth. Yeah, and or stuff. put it on your phone and then yeah. I'm so pressed. I gotta get a I gotta get a car before they stop making CD players and before they stop making manuals. Uh, You're CD, always gonna have a car manual. CD players are <laughs> just, just about gone. For the most part. I have one in mine. It's a 2017. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I think I'm going to get a 2018 manual vehicle once this one's dead. <laughs> um, and then I'll probably be good for the next like 15 or 20 years, maybe. I don't uh, fucking know. We'll probably see. not. They probably make them so they burn out within five. All right. Uh, drum sampling is the digital method of copying, pasting. Uh, previously recorded drum hits over a live drummer's actual playing in the studio to achieve better consistency. Then don't you want that inconsistency? Yeah. You want you want that live feeling to it. That's yeah. why it's nice too when bands will literally play the whole song together mm-hmm. and, and record it all in one all, take. Yeah, like a long play, record the whole take, and then pick the best ones. Because you, I mean, even if there is flaws, like it shows that you're not just all robot or all. It computer. sounds nice. I like yeah. that. That sounds more raw and realistic than. Yep sampling drums like i hate the way that sounds but are these and other modern recording techniques really harming rock and metal look back the sonic tug of war with loud loudness has been going on since the early days of recorded music uh some history on the loudness wars the loudness wars have gone back to the days of vinyl singles 45s i have some of those i think you do too Mm -hmm. 45s for those of you don't know are little tiny vinyl records (laughs) Anyways, Thanks, uh, veteran mastering engineer Bob Ludwig told NPR in 2009, when I first got into the business and was doing a lot of vinyl disc cutting, one producer after another just wanted to have his 45s sound louder than the next guy's. That way, when the program director at the Top 40 radio station was going through all his stacks of 45s to decide which two or three he was going to add that week, that the record would kind of jump out to the program director, orally at least. Uh, however, Shadows doesn't seem explicitly against pop production by its own merits. A perfect example of a pop record being produced and mastered brilliantly is Daft Punk Random Access Memories, the singer added in the follow-up tweet. That is a very good album, and it does sound great. Uh, still, with the Avenged Sevenfold lead singer, stood his ground on his idea overall. If the drums have been replaced with samples and you can't hear the room and the levels on the master have been pushed to squeeze out mm-hmm. all dynamics... Those records are fucked, he later replied. Uh, Shadows also lamented how the approach somehow became the standard. I would agree with that. When you're pushing the, pushing the levels like that, that's the, diff- that, yeah, that's the difference. You get quiet spots in the songs, you get loud spots in the songs. And when you push the levels, that disappears. Mm-hmm. And that's it makes the music less dynamic. That's what that is. Empty. And that's that's a fun thing to listen to is when you, know, you have different volume levels, things are changing. Mm-hmm. When you don't have that, it does get kind of boring. Yeah, I like the what he said about hearing the room too. I like hearing well, kind of what's sound. what's no like what's going on in in there. Like if you listen to some Beatles records, you can hear stuff in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that, you can you can hear the space around them. I think that's yeah. what he's talking about. You can hear yeah. the echoes off the wall, the reverb, and all yeah, that stuff. I, I the like natural that. reverb. I think that's adds more personality and character oh, to yeah, the music. Definitely. It doesn't necessarily take away from it. I think no. it, I, I like that. The Avenged Sevenfold singer has plenty of other outspoken outlooks on rock and metal music in just the last several months. Uh, he has remarked on streaming services place in the music industry. 
uh, how Kanye West influenced Avenged Sevenfold's new music and which Guns N' Roses album deserves more credit. I'm good. Well, we don't have to go into all those things. (laughs) (laughs) But I definitely agree with him on pop production in metal. It's fine in pop. It's totally fucking fine. And I'm sure like that Daft Punk record, I'm pretty sure I've listened to that one. Um, But it's, it's different. They're not playing the same types of things and they're not playing the same type of music and it sounds good with what they're doing but as far as like metal goes you know i there there's one hate breed album that i like and it's the first one perseverance Mm -hmm. and that's an album that you just crank you'd crank it up as loud as you can since i've gotten into the you know nicer speakers and shit like that and i really started listening to them i'm like man the 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 recording just could have been better Mm -hmm. the overall recording quality it can still be something that you can crank but it could sound better. It could sound cleaner. Yeah. Well, I guess it, I guess depends. it depends on the band. I mean, I don't think there's a whole lot of concern about that in the metal world of, of how clean the recording sounds. But it. No. Yeah. Have you heard of black metal? Yep. Yeah, well, <laughs> they were playing on potatoes. Um, yeah, their recording quality is shit. Yeah. <laughs> and you can hear it. You can definitely hear it. That's part of why they like it is because it sounds like shit. Yeah. It's more authentic. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I don't know. I, I I would like to see more metal bands have better produced albums, yeah. you know, audio, audio quality. Well, there's that, Victoria. And <laughs> everybody should go listen to one or all of Avenged Sevenfold's first three albums. And fuck it, if you like the whole concept album idea, uh, listen to the stage. It's pretty cool. All right. Um, also, make sure you rest in peace. Bye. And stay tuned on the main feed for Freddy Parts 1 and 2 updated. Later. Music by Demons, at Demons Band on Instagram. Artwork by Mike Johnson. Writing and production by Cassie Gardner, Alex Motler, and Jake.